Thanks again to Carbon Health for being our presenting sponsor. If you are a regular here, you know I've talked about Carbon Health and how long I've talked about Carbon Health and why I love Carbon Health. They help with things like COVID, cold, flu testing, antibiotic prescriptions for things like infections, UTIs, STDs. They have primary care services in California and Massachusetts. But if you're new here, Thank you, by the way, for stopping by. You should also know that they can help with injuries as well. Most of their locations have imaging or x-ray machines so they can diagnose strains, sprains, and fractures if you unfortunately become injured. And I know, unfortunately, not everyone will be near one of the 120-plus locations, but they do have virtual urgent care services for states like California, New York, Florida, and several others. So thank you to Carbon Health. Really, really happy to be working with them. Check out the link in the description. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Big Thing Capes and Cows. It is the Friday edition. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's right around the corner, man. Hell, it's out right now, and it's um, poised to make around $250 million worldwide opening weekend. Is that good, bad? We'll talk about that for Marvel and the state of things. And will, if it is as good as everyone says it is, the Marvels. How's that going to fare? Is it going to have any take at all? We'll, we'll figure that out. With James Gunn, by the way, speaking of Guardians, he's taken over DC. We know that. And there's this big writer strike, man. It's massive. It's shutting down the entire business thus far. But apparently James Gunn got his Superman script in just in the nick of time. Got it right before the writer strike. So how much of an impact is that going to have? How much of an impact is the writer strike in general going to have on on the entire business? We'll We'll kind of break that down. Loki had some key art, um, and then Boom Studios, brand new issue here today that we're going to be talking about. So that's myself and Winston on the show today. Koi is running around taking selfies with famous people. So we will talk about that more. Too fast. Too Too furious. That's right. That's what he's doing. So, uh, by the way, speaking of Koi, speaking of Winston, June 23rd, New York, New York Comedy Club. Make sure you get those tickets at thechristianharloff.com. Get those tickets, man. We had a really great show on Friday at Flappers this past Friday, and now we're going to do one June 23rd for the East Coast people. Come to the East Coast, man. Well, we're there. And so we need you guys to make sure you get those tickets. And then the next night, June 24th, myself and Mark Ellis and the guys from Double Toasted, Corey and Martin, doing a show, Stanford, Connecticut, June 24th at the New York Comedy Club. So make sure you get tickets. One last live show this Sunday. Speaking of um, Guardians of the Galaxy, myself... Greg Alba and John Campy will be at Flappers at 5 p.m. So we're going to be discussing in full spoiler discussion of Guardians, so make sure. And lastly, Guardians of the Galaxy spoiler talk with myself, Winston, and Coy goes up on Monday. So lots of stuff. Let's get into it, man. It's Capes and Cows. It's me and Winston. I'm ready. You're ready. Great. Here we go. Welcome back, everybody, to Capes and Cowls, big thing. Myself, Winston A. Marshall. May the fourth be with you. Yeah, always. Uh, always. Nice to have you back, man, in studio without Koi. Look at that. We did it. We, we were able to make it happen. We, we did it. <laughs> I did it. We did it. <laughs> and while you do here, you know what? what? Just give a good monologue to the people. Okay, cool. Uh, what up? My name is Roxy Stryer. Let me tell you something about my dating life. Um... First of all, 
I went out with this guy named Steve, right? Killing it. Killing it. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so first of all, great great set on Friday night. Thank you. It was good. People It's still available. People want to watch it. They, a lot of people have been checking it out since we put we put the entire Sith Council version mm. up on, um, on Sith Council yesterday. So nice. people have been checking out the full show. You can see Winston's set. You can see Coy's set. So, Winston, you went up on... Um, on Friday night, we had a good. It was a good. It, it was, was. A good show. We had a lot of fun, dude. Yeah, it was, it was a blast. It's what seven years. Um, gone up, yeah. yeah, I've I've done little things here and there, but like to go up and just like do a set. It's been it's been seven years, and to do it with a broken leg in and of itself. I I don't know if you saw that I almost ate ish uh, when yeah, I got no, off. I the said stage. it. I said it to you when you got because you almost <laughs> fell on you when you're leaving again. <laughs> and I said and I said uh, yeah. It was it was great though all the way around though everybody had a real good set we we actually aired the Sith Council portion of it on Sith Council yesterday it's, oh nice the entire event is still available at thechristianrolf.com. you can see Winston's set you can see my set you can see everybody's set you can see Coy's he had a set he had stuff <laughs> I wish he was here he he actually as far as hosting was did a fantastic he job he did um and he went into he definitely went my my favorite is that he went to a he went to a place, we'll say that, a couple different times throughout the set. And my favorite <laughs> was looking over at your family. I, bro. When some like of the stuff he was mama saying. Which and my saying, dad. Keep and it like, clean, though, for the people I, I, I out there. I am. He, 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 he had a conversation about, um, uh, okay, to, for, to keep it as PC as Let I can. say zebras. There's a there's a there's a bit about zebras and 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 groceries. I'll say that. People yeah. that, if you know, you know. He right. had a if whole part about groceries. And like my my dad is over here like huh and like he he's sitting by me because he's just like proud he's like I haven't seen you do this in a while that's the best I've seen you uh, like do that yeah. and, and like he hasn't seen me since I broke my leg either so he had a bunch of questions about that because sure. it's the first I've seen him but my mom was like oh Lord why is this white boy talking about <laughs> eating groceries right now oh Jesus yeah he went he went he went to a he went to a place and um it was it was I mean. Look, when you got when you got to let that caged animal out, I guess he, he really came up. But like, <laughs> I thought everybody was really good. I was like, I was they happy were. with. I mean, I was able to get to twenty minutes in, and I wanted to get in. Um, Kate, Brett, like everybody, did a really good job. I might need more time in New York, bro, because like I was do as I was like, and I guess it just goes to show because before I left, I was doing fifteen to twenty. Yeah, and so when I was like, yeah, I, no more than five. I, I, I don't know what I have. And then I was practicing and I was like, holy crap, I've only gotten through like three jokes. Yeah, and it goes. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So yeah, if there's more space in New York, I, I, let me cook. I yeah, got some it stuff. Just, it just depends on, I think that's how much time we have mm. overall for the entire night. That's what happened with Flappers. We just didn't know how much time we had. Sure, for sure, the, sure. We had 90 minutes for the entire show because mm-hmm. we had a meet and greet afterwards too. So it just depends always on the space. If we have two absolutely. hours, then yeah, then I can give more time. But it's just like, it's, it's, it's no, right absolutely. now. But we'll see. It's going to be... It's going to be a fun show, nonetheless, so make sure you can get your tickets at thechristianharloff.com for New York. <laughs> I mean, you did technically give me 10 minutes. It took me a minute and a half to get up and a minute and a half to get off. It was 20 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, we've got some stories to talk about here today on Capes and Cows, and let's start with this one because it's a major thing that's starting that's really the, the industry in general right now has been taking a hold of the writer strike, and the first one is this James Gunn story. Okay. Superman Legacy director James Gunn reportedly turned in his first draft just before the writer strike hit. This is from Mark Cassidy, who I'm a big fan of over at um, comicbookmovie.com. With the strike now underway, James Gunn finds himself in a unique and 
Unenviable position. Not only is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 director the co-head of a major studio, but he is currently writing Superman Legacy, which he's also set to helm. Now, Gunn recently announced that early pre-production had begun on the reboot with costume testing, casting, and more underway. But fans wondered if the strike could have an impact on his current work. The Rap is reporting that the filmmaker handed in his first draft last week, just before the writer's strike kicked off. Now, first draft is just that, and Gunn almost certainly has significant work yet to do on the story. We're assuming he'll support the strike and focus on other aspects of the production for the time being, but he hasn't weighed in on the situation. Gunn is very vocal on social media, as we know, so keep a lookout on the Twitter account. Right now, all we know about Legacy is that it is set to hit theaters on July 11, 2025, and will focus on early days of the iconic hero. James Gunn has confirmed that Jimmy Olsen will feature, and we'd be surprised if fellow Superman regulars Lois and Lex didn't join him. Um, This is the quote. Superman Legacy is the true foundation of our creative vision for the DC Universe. Not only is Superman an iconic part of DC lore, he's also a favorite character for comic book readers, viewers, earlier movies, and fans around the world, said Gunn during the DCU Slate announcement. I can't wait to introduce our version of Superman, who audiences will be able to follow and get to know across films, movies, animation, and gaming. All right, Winston, a lot to kind of break down there, man. So the fact that he got the first draft in, it's good, but it doesn't necessarily mean, oh, they're like the way, like Andor finished filming. Andor's, Andor's good to go. Andor will get their stuff out on time. But um, but this this doesn't necessarily mean anything except, okay, they have something and now he can focus on other things at the moment. I mean, what this is really going to come down to, and to me, this is more of a story about the strike than it is about Superman Legacy, is this is this strike could last for a very long time. And I don't know if you remember back in 07 yeah. uh, when this was happening, a lot of shows ended up coming back and they did not have the sauce, like just because of the strike and, and changes in um, who's on writer's rooms after all that and all that kind of stuff, like... So many shows suffer, like Heroes, Every, one of my favorite. Like, yeah. you know, Heroes took a big shot, yeah. But Quantum of Solace is a really good example. Oh, We're like, yeah. well, we have our shooting script, so screw it. We're just going to go for it. But then you didn't have writers the whole time right. you were doing and that, sure. and it you could tell. Yeah, yeah. Well, it also, it's it's funny that you said that, too, because you know what else happened during 07, 08? Reality TV boom. Had a boom. Had a boom. Massive boom, because mm-hmm. they ain't cost nothing. Nope, and no you don't, writers you on don't that need one. writers. No, you just, and, yeah. yeah. No, so, I mean, you're going to see more of that, and especially now with streaming, all the stuff that's already been popping up on mm-hmm. Netflix, the and, like, the um, the the non the nonfiction shows are going to start popping up a lot more, and a lot of these, and the Netflix docs are already popping up a lot more. You're going to see a lot of that stuff. I actually have a theory of a lot of what's actually been going on with the MCU. I know the one thing that we kept saying was too much content, not refined mm-hmm. enough, all that. I actually think what ended up happening with a lot of these shows being pushed. Yeah. These studios have known for a while that this strike is coming. They knew the contract was they, up. They knew it was certainly very possible. To the point where they, a lot of them made contingency plans. Yeah. And I would not deny for a second because of they remember 15 years ago. Right. Oh God, it was 15 years ago. It was 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, Echo, Armor Wars, all well, yeah. Armor Wars is a movie now, but Iron Heart, all of that stuff. Why wouldn't you, if you were already well through production, and sure, you may have had your issues here and there, but why wouldn't you just maybe report that? Then, like, because you're not going to report, well, we're pretty sure a strike's coming, so we're going right. to pull back. Why wouldn't you, in that case, we only need one or two other shows right now, and then we can slow release because we don't know how long this is going to go. Because right. even if the strike ends, say, in 90 days, 
let's say it's over in three months. Yeah. You then have to pick up where you left off. So nothing, you don't all of a sudden the writers get back in the rooms and then the, the stuff just gets done instantly. It right. then takes time for them to get back to work, yeah. do that, and then to shoot it. So I think they intentionally were pulling back on stuff. So with this, with Superman Legacy, that's fine. I think that that's totally fine. You turned it in. You just, you just, you don't do anything. I'm so confused with it. how that works now with, because normally what would happen in a, in a situation like let's Marvel writer turns in a first draft and Kevin Feige looks at it and goes, yeah, maybe there's some things here. I don't know if it's ready yet. Do this, this, and this. What does Gunn do? He reads it himself and goes, Peter, what do you think? <laughs> so who's telling him Who's telling him the notes? <laughs> who's just, giving him notes? Maybe, maybe, you know what? His his wife is a very talented actress. Maybe he's just like, baby, what do you think? What, right. But that's, like, <laughs> that's not enough to turn anything in. She's like, hey, before I turn this in, what do you think? I don't know. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, who's he turning it into? I know. And it's, just, I mean, because what, what is, what's Zoloff doing? Is he going to go, I don't know, put it on Max? <laughs> what? No. I'll tell you about Max, what I'm actually scared of. I'm worried about House of the Dragon. You heard the report that mm. they're just pushing forward regardless, right? They're like, we have our shooting trips. We're doing production anyway. They're literally uh, yeah. doing exactly what a they lot of shows did during the last strike. strike. I am so concerned that show is going to completely God, go belly not. up. I hope not. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot because, look, it's, it's a, they, a lot of people don't want to rely on re, you know reality television mm-hmm. and nonfiction and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm very curious how it's going to pan out because – it's obviously not as devastating or not even he at all, not even a percentage of what we went through from 2020 to 2023 with the pandemic. But that pushed a lot of movies really far out the gate. And I wonder how much, if it's, let's say, three months, four months, five months, how long that does have an impact as far as pushing things back. Or as you said before, they were preparing for it. So they knew, like, look, when they're scheduling out Superman to come out, Superman's going to come out of this. There's a potential, guys. That as they're planning this out, there's a potential that we could have this writer strike. And let's say hypothetically the writer strike goes in between four or five months, and we are able to kind of regroup. Can we get this thing out by December 2025? That's or whatever. The, the schedule, I just need. You know I saying? just. I just need them to push it. I would much yeah. rather. I would much rather because I, for everybody that loves to say that that mainly coy, but that both of us are Marvel sh- uh, shrills. I shrill is a new one. Is it shill? Yeah. Oh, I don't give. A, <laughs> I don't give a flying f. That's how much. That's how much I care about people saying it. But I, I, I genuinely you love shrill shill. <laughs> <laughs> but just, are. but just the fact that like I love both of these of these houses. Right. Like I want them to succeed. Like I want a really good Batman movie. I miss the Dark Knight ages. You know what I mean. Right. And so, like that being said. I would much prefer that they take their time with this, and if the strike is just going to delay everything, fine. The strike delays everything. Don't do not rush this. Now that's that is correct when it comes to you and I sitting here. Now the problem that the studios need to figure out, and the reason why they need to figure it out, whether they have figured the writer strike out or not, is ka-ching. but that's on them. Uh, of course, it's on them. <laughs> but Warner Brothers and Disney, they're in a place where they're like, we need money in the account because they're hurting right now. They're both, they got, they got their Warner, asses kicked. Warner brothers better evolve six flags. than the way Disneyland and Disney world holds down the fort, because Disney will be fine. They, of course they need to get their programming back on yeah. track, but they'll be fine. But Warner brothers, because they're in a dire straits right now, they're setting up all their IPs and putting things in place that they have not, you know, but, but look, but Disney still is probably like, you look at Marvel and this kind of can transition us into the next story of, of guardians. Marvel has been on a, 
I don't think decline is the right word, but the excitement level has certainly dropped from what it was from, mm-hmm. say, Endgame or even No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about it. I don't know if we did it on our non-spoiler review. I think we did. But we all think Guardians 3 is back to that level, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's going to carry over because Gun is gone. Those Guardians characters are connected to those first f- three phases of Marvel in general, or first – yeah, first three. First three. So um, – you know, now, loosely four in that the love and thunder, but not really. Right, but they have to figure out now what their plan is going forward. Um, but Marvel has been on, or Disney is like, okay, we need to get back here because this movie now, Guardians of the Galaxy, is on track to make two hundred and fifty million worldwide. Now, I think the opening weekend is something poised to make a hundred and. 18 or 120 something like that and the second one i think made 140 those are i'm I'm off on my numbers but uh i just saw this the hollywood reporter about the the tracking 94.5 for the the first first and 120 something like 128 or 129 so whatever that second one is the third one is 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 estimated to make a little less than the second which in theory when you hear it is not the best because you always want the excitement of the last one to push up the, the next one. Now, this isn't a, this isn't a testament to me of number two. It isn't. It's it it's more so of the Marvel stuff and like people were really excited about Ant Man and that movie didn't deliver for a lot of people. people Same were, thing with Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I mean, then the television show, She Hulk, uh, all these things. It's like people are just like I'm over this stuff now. I don't care how good Guardians is. That it's I'm. I'm I'm done with it. People, I saw someone say, "Oh, it's superhero fatigue." It's not. I think it's Marvel fatigue right now, and that might be hurting Guardians. Even though it's poised to do, you know, two fifty. I I think it is definitely Marvel like MCU fatigue in the sense that, like you said, you don't have the kind of the same sauce because the boys did just fine. And like I know it's a TV right. show, so it's it's different 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 kind standards, of, different numbers. Yeah, but still, but, 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 but still nobody, the hype. The hype was. But we were talking about Marvel TV shows. Nobody has nobody talked about the boys the way that like. You were dealing with, you know, Hawkeye, She-Hulk, right. uh, you know what I'm saying, where people right. are like, eh, I don't know about this. Yeah, and it has, and it, well, the thing with the boys also is that it, it's got the ability to have that kind of edge, you know, but it's like, and it, but it, it stayed true to self of those three, and what the boys has is, it's just that, mm-hmm. where the Mar- Marvel has to scratch so many different itches all over the, right. I mean, even look at like, so like Loki, which we're going to talk about in a second, like Loki's got a season two coming out. And that's gonna, and that's now facing a whole bunch of new issues that they've got to deal with. You know that it's that, that it's so. And you and I had a, like a text exchange the other day about the the situation going on with Jonathan Majors, and then you know comparable to like what's happening with Ezra Miller, and like you look at what's happening though, where the reason that I think that right now the Jonathan Majors story is bigger mm-hmm. in the overall, not not in our circle, in the overall public, the. Jonathan Major's story is bigger because Creed three just came out, sure. and he's you know in, in the in the headlines for that movie. Ant Man comes out; he's the star villain of that, and so all these headlines are kind of searchable and stuff with him. And the Flash hasn't dropped yet. Flash hasn't dropped yet. When the Flash comes out, yeah. I think the story becomes bigger, yeah. and it's going to be stuff that we've covered months ago, almost a year ago. That stuff's going to start hitting the regular audience because. That just comes with the territory 
when oh we're promoting a movie yeah but did you hear what the star did but yeah, yeah but they they went through all this stuff and they've done it oh really like, yeah, yeah. This, you're going to present this to someone who has no idea what the hell's going on we were it's funny because we were talking in that text exchange about it and the one thing that i was harping on is i agree with you that generally general audiences are not probably as aware of the things that Ezra Miller has been up to um all of the various uh, you know, alleged crimes and going to rehab and all that kind of stuff. People don't know that. Um, people in our circle do. Yeah, people right. that watch this show or anything like that, they all know. Yeah. Um, I think the only exception to that rule, I can make an argument that a majority, at least 50% of like black folk that care about movies at all, they do know. And the reason why they do is because of how quickly Jonathan Majors and all it takes is black Twitter or any black family be like, well, this is messed up. This brother did something wrong and he's getting punished for it. But like this dude over here who's also in a superhero movie didn't get punished for it. We don't know, though, by the way. And this is not something I didn't write to you. But we don't know yet if Ezra Miller has been punished yet because true. The, the whole point of that is Jonathan Majors did movies and now they're saying – it, and they, and Marvel hasn't even made a decision, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Marvel is what we think, right? Is it's, that they're probably pulling they're, the trigger? They're pulling the trigger. And no, no, no. And and they're, and that could be Marvel, but that's also a lot of projects that did drop Jonathan yeah, Majors. Yeah. We don't know what's happened with Ezra Miller. We, I mean, what Warner Brothers could do is say, okay, this movie just made a lot of money, and then quietly Ezra Miller ain't working on anything again. So in he. Ezra Miller very well could It's be true. I think what's making it worse is you're having a number of people, executives, uh, actors that have worked on the film, because uh, what, what's his name? Um, uh, not Michael Keaton? Keaton? Not Keaton. There's Isn't another... Isn't Michael there, Shannon? Thank you. Michael Shannon was like, no, he's one of the best actors. Like, I'm, I know people go through stuff, but I didn't have none of that. I think everybody just has to stop talking about it until the movie's over, because the, right. more, the more you like rub salt in the wound... You're pissing people off. They're like, "Well, why is Jonathan right. getting dragged through the mud?" There's going to be the compa- there's going to be the obvious comparison, but the other thing is, I don't think they're going to do any press for this movie. They probably won't. I don't think they're going to. I any think press. that's why there's been minimal press so far for Loki. Isn't it supposed to drop after Secret Invasion in like Something August? Like, yeah, but that but that the, the press would pr- usually start around like June or July anyway. I, I think there'll be some press for Loki for sure, but I th- I don't think they're going to do a lot of press because. What I originally thought was, well, Ezra's not going to do press. There's no chance because every single thing that they're going to be asked. But if you're Michael Keaton and you mm-hmm. come back to play Batman, do you want the questions to be about Ezra Miller? No. You know what I mean? And be, the, I'd be so mad. Yeah. I would be he's, so Yeah, mad. he's like, he's looking, he's like, oh, I'm like, like kind of like sitting right here. I was like, <laughs> I I love that my my buddy Caster drove me here today, and the minute you started doing your Michael Keaton impression, he like looked at me like, "Huh?" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, but he but he does. He's just like he. What? Why? I'm coming back. Yeah, and I want to talk about Ezra Miller. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I I mean, look, I you you've said it that it's a very good movie. I I am still excited to see it, regardless. I just when it's all said and done, and I think that that's what's going to happen. I think once Loki is done, and I think once the Flash is done, I think both of those studios are going to be like, we thank them for the service. We're going to part ways. I think that's probably the best choice. I think it's probably the best choice because it shouldn't it shouldn't be a comparison of you know like. It it should be what's fair is fair, and in fact, well, the other side of this, I, I do feel like if 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 everybody looks inside of it and says, "Well, there's the facts," and you got to look at the facts on both on I both agree. sides, we we do have to get to the end of the case on I, both sides. I guarantee yeah. you, there's somebody already in the comments. They just heard the beginning of this talk, and they're like, "Until they're proven guilty," and I'm like, "Yes, we need to get to the end of 
any charges, any trials, and and figure all of that out. Um, I think what the complaint is is just at least in the court of public opinion and in the situations where you see people already leaving major side as far as like his management and PR, how that just happens so rapidly. Right. Well, because what the other side of it is, and I don't know because I'm not paying enough attention to the right. question is, if you looked at both of the cases mm-hmm. and you said, okay, I'm going to give you both the cases. I'm not going to tell you who's who. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to give you both cases. Mm-hmm. And you have all the facts here that point to there might be a lot of people who are saying that this person did this Mm -hmm. and then there's this one over here that says a lot of does this but the people when we talk to them they say that this happened this is confusing and then this person's a pol what the hell's happening over here i don't know we don't know we we need more here we don't know this this seems to be like more and more people saying this person did something i don't disagree with you but the other difference with that too is while this one over here the 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 blanket one there's a supposed video but the video hasn't been released to the public and the other one there is a video where and we know and and Warner brothers has never talked about that (laughs) ever so it's it's both so that's why i agree with you where it's just like look Thanks for the fact that that movie did really well, Ezra. We appreciate you. Come talk to us some other time. He's he's got they've got points on the back end. I guarantee yeah, yeah, yeah. they do. So it's not like all no. of a sudden Ezra. And I will just say lost this everything. though, and I will say this because there's because there are a lot of people. I saw a lot of people on my out of the theater reaction that were like, I cannot in our circle cannot support this movie because of Ezra Miller, and that's fair. What I will tell you is to be also to fair because I was as I watched the performance at first, and you're supposed to be. You're annoyed by Ezra Miller's performance of one of the things because he's playing an annoying 18-year-old at one point. It's a good performance. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a really good performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't necessarily like Barry this way, like this mm-hmm. kind of the way that they they chose um, to portray like Barry. Uh, even this kind of, he's got, I think that they even mentioned at one point he, that he might be on the spectrum or whatever it might be. And I've come to the way that they presented it in this movie. It really works. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, but I think that you, you look the performance wise when uh-huh. you're separating, uh-huh. you know, it's a good performance. Now I'm not saying everybody has to go. Well, good performance. I forgive you. <laughs> that's right. Not, no, that's no, that's bro, not how it works. Bro, look, Brett Favre won the Green Bay right. Packers a Super Bowl right. ring and is a Hall of Fame quarterback. He is still trash. Who stole two point whatever million dollars from, among from a lot a, of other things? Among a lot of other things. Right. I'm just thinking about the most recent. But right. You're, you're right. There's a whole laundry list of reasons why right. he sucks. So there's a way of uh, – the other thing that makes it easier with that comparison, and I realize that with my analogy here, Brett Favre is not active. You know what I'm saying? Where, right. Like, yeah, whereas so, like both Ezra and Jonathan are active right, right now, so there's there's yeah. the difference. I, well, I mean, w- once again, it's really going to come down to investigation, figuring out, and and seeing how it all plays out. But it's I'm sure it's, it's not the less we're going to hear from either, either one of these stories. Um, speaking of Loki, though, there is new key art in Ooh. the Loki series. Yeah, and here it is. All right, Loki season two promo art features the God of Mischief, Miss Minutes, and a new look from Mobius. A batch of new promo art for the second season of Loki has found its way online, giving us a look at several returning characters and a TVA agent, Mobius, in some kind of radiation suit. We still haven't seen any official footage from the second season of Loki. They did show some of D23, though. Um, but some new promo art for the acclaimed Disney Plus series has been shared online. Similar to the first season's promotional material, the stylized artwork takes influence from workplace signs and features the God of Mischief, Sylvie, Miss Minutes, and several other characters. Interesting TVA agent Mobius is decked out in some sort of radiation or hazmat suit, which looks like it's been significantly altered for action. Here are the images. Okay, here's the first one. Oh. Interesting. Uh, animated version of it. Interesting. TV has 
You know, but this is kind of going bad. I don't want to harp on it because we just talked about it. But you know, if this was four months ago, there's there's going to be there, there's probably an animated version of of Kang. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, but they're not they're not marketing it. They're marketing the um, they're marketing this at the moment the way that they're doing. I like these images. What do you think? I think they look good. I'm yeah. I'm very excited to see where I'll I'll be honest with you. Um, just the state of Marvel and how things have been going, even the stuff that's been good has made me nervous. Like I thought right. WandaVision was exceptional and then when we got Wanda again in in uh multiverse, right. it just didn't gel with me very well. So I, I am I am so concerned that season two is not gonna live up to season one. I am genuinely worried about yeah. it. Um but I'm trying to I, I think Same at this, team though, right? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's always helpful. It's just yeah. it's a matter of all how it kind of pieces together, mm-hmm. and I think that that's what that's going back to your WandaVision point. I think that when you look at the concerning things that happen sometime with Marvel that I don't think happened in the first phase, it's like Sam Raimi never watched WandaVision. Yeah. And there were other people on the set who never watched it. It's like, what are you talking about? And then the, and then they ask Kevin Feige, do you need to watch WandaVision to watch this? He, no. Is it, what, are you, what are you talking about? There's to, to mention the kids. They mention these other Like, what do you mean? Like, either, like, this whole thing, you can't just say it because you want people to buy tickets. You clearly have to watch that movie. If you don't watch that movie, you're like, well, wait, why is Wanda mad now? What 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 happened? I, I It would, like, for example, I guarantee, other than reading the books... I guarantee the Russos saw First Avenger and Avengers a bajillion times right. before they started yes. work on Winter Soldier. How and could you, you could not? tell. You could tell the through lines made perfect sense. Yeah. So I agree. Having the same team makes me feel better about right. it. I think it's just unfortunately it's when you when you've watched an entire squad just not do well right. even if you have the one star you're player you're just to blow expecting the game. even the star yeah. player to blow it you're expecting it yeah at this point and it's unfortunate but it's just the way i mean as opposed to four or five years ago you're expecting them to win every game and it's just i mean look that's just that's just how it goes and they'll and then they'll, they could start winning the games yeah. or the franchise could go to another city they go shut the whole league that's down right. man. become the sonics <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so that's. I mean, that's. But but I don't think that's going to happen with 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 Marvel. But you know, just, but they do have to get it kind of together. And I think that it is one of those things, though, that is tough about putting this continuous timeline that they did so brilliantly for so many years, from the first Iron Man all the way to Endgame, like yeah. it, to match it. And and the other way, I was looking at it too. It's like you got to look at it like a really hit series right like it was a hit series that had all of these different star characters and then they started to do spinoffs without the stars mm-hmm. and they couldn't even though they were in the same universe they couldn't hold they couldn't hold it like they don't have any this, who are the all-stars right now like who are the all-stars like that i mean i'm not talking about just good players i'm no, saying who no, are the all-stars on the team um so you just had a bunch of them retired right. in this last Guardians. movie and Guardians. Uh, Your last All Stars just retired. Well, you still have an All Star in Spider Man, but he's on the bench. He's on the bench. You had an All Star in Wanda. She's also on the bench, and it and she had a bad game. She had a really bad game. It, okay, I don't even know if I necessarily call her. I'd say she was re she she was on the on the cusp after of being WandaVision. An yeah, all right. I'll get, after WandaVision, she was an All Star because yeah. she because she was already getting those yeah. points <laughs> coming up to it with Civil War. Yeah, yeah. and and Infinity War. After she walked away from. 
from WandaVision. She was an all-star, and then she hurt her knee when she was in... Yeah, uh, she, she Derek Rose did. Oh, God, 100%. she won the MVP, and then she got Derek Rose. 100%. So, like, they, <laughs> they have no all-stars right now. And I'm not saying someone's going to go, Shang-Chi, good player, not an all-star. Not yet. Rookie of the year. Yeah, not, but, not, but an, not all-star. an all-star. Um, all the Eternals. No, not even not all-star. Uh, you know, Doctor Strange. Mm-mm. I get... I mean, Doctor Strange is... All-star who had a really bad game. Or, or, or some people say it was a good game. But it was but it's not but it's not enough to carry the to team. A lot of potential in what yeah. you saw out of Wakanda Forever with 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 like Namor and maybe Shuri's story and, and good players. You 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 had you had a role player in Umbaku who always holds it down, right. but, but, but it's not, not enough to be like a starter. No. You know, so there's, th- no, there's, there's, there's no they have no all stars right now. And the all stars are playing in college or not drafted yet, and that's Fantastic Four and the X Men. They're all there. You They're can, waiting. Once once you draft them, you, you can have a you can have a dynasty. My, screw my team. I'm looking at this kid. Can, How do I get draft picks? You can have a dynasty. <laughs> you just gotta you gotta get past this multiverse era. Once you do, and you start focusing on X Men and, and Fantastic Four, you're gonna win tons of championships. Coy don't sport, does he? He just he just throws heavy weights around because this is all, this could only happen with the two, two of, of us running the show. Yeah, for sure. But it's but it's true though. But it's like it's I think it's the best way to kind of equate it though is just they just don't have any all-stars right they now. don't they don't I, I'm, I'm literally trying to do the math and like as exciting as it was to see falcon become captain america that it, it it's not there yet to even yeah. remotely we got to see what happens with new world order good player not an all-star no um it, it have to marvel good player not an all-star it's just wild to think because you were set up to have it, but so many things went wrong. So obviously, the, the tragic loss of Chadwick, he right. would have been a massive oh, anchor 100%. to be able to do that. They could have um, run the whole thing around him. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the pandemic, really, because of what it did to yeah. the scheduling, kind of screwed up a lot of the plans that were there, and you had to shuffle around. Loki might be the only one, but at this point, he's not – he is – even though the TV shows he's are Dennis super Rodman. important. He's Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Uh, he can get he can he can give you some he can give you some great games you know, great games and he's got a lot of personality but he ain't he he's not carrying it on his own he's an all star but he's not he right. is not a he's getting, he's not the face of the league no he cannot he no. cannot face the league this. not at all yeah. not at all um, but they all they all are great athletes no matter what and I think it's because they're taking athletic greens um, <laughs> what a transition I'll tell you right now athletic greens is the way to go man athletic greens and not only athletic greens about greens you want to get your lawn green Sunday both of them athletic greens and Sunday we're excited to be working with both of them tell you about them right now. We are very excited to be talking about our next partner here. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens every day. I've been talking about them for months. It's coming up on years at this point. For me, I take it in the morning. Uh, as I'm, the day is getting going, I put it in a water bottle. I shake it up. Done. It gives me good energy. I've been talking about it forever. Brett loves it. Katie Sackoff loves it. Why? Because it just makes it simple. You just put – I'm not a big, like – Vitamins guy. I like one shot done. For me, it helps uh, energy, sleep quality. And I just never understood why would you take a bunch of different things? You can just take one scoop of powder in water once a day and you're good. It's a good life hack. It's really great. That's why I love and I trust AG1 by Athletic Greens. And so many of you guys do too now since hearing about it on this show. It gets delivered to you once a month. Very easy to make it a daily habit. I get the, the travel packs when I go on the road. When, I do, when I'm doing the, the Comic-Cons and things, it's so easy. You just take care of your body each day, and it's that simple. So if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, 
Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Check it out. And you guys know about Sunday. I've been talking about it actually for the last couple of weeks. And, you know, it's almost spring. Pretty much spring here. But it's almost spring. The, The weather's getting better. And for me, we've been working on the yard a lot. So we get everything uh, going, and my wife's a big, uh, she likes to make sure that spring and the flowers and new new stuff's going on with the garden, and we have this lawn care now with Sunday. It makes it very easy to enjoy. And it's, the days are longer, and flowers are blooming, and you can spend a lot of time in the yard, and it's really, really good. You can reclaim your weekend, man, reclaim your, your, your yard. Sunday's everything that you need to get the lawn that you dreamed of. If you go to GetSunday.com slash big thing and you enter your address to get a customized plan created just for your lawn. There's no trips to the store or hauling heavy bags since they they ship it straight to your home. You just need a hose. It's that easy. You just put it on, on, the, uh, on the hose and then you apply Sunday. You can fertilize your whole lawn in less time than it takes to watch an episode of your favorite TV show. It's easy and it's affordable. Some lawn care services are for more than 1500 bucks a year. Sunday's full season plan starts at just 109 bucks. Yeah. Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off these deals, guys. I'm telling you. Full season plans start at 109 bucks, and you can get 20% off, but you have to use that code. You got to use getsunday.com slash big thing, and you use that at checkout. That's 20% off your custom plan at getsunday.com slash big thing. All right, thank you to our sponsors, Athletic Greens and Sunday. I'm telling you, man, you help the show out tremendously. People are always asking, hey, can I sign up to the website? Can I do this? Absolutely, but do something to help yourself out as well, too, and get one of our sponsors, and either one here, man, or both. Athletic Greens, Sunday, it is springtime, man, and you get that lawn looking good with Sunday. We love them. And Athletic Greens, you guys know, I talk about Athletic Greens all the time. I got a tweet last week that said, hey, I'm going to see what the hype's all about, and and they signed up using that code, athleticgreens.com slash big thing. So do that. I always put the link in not only the description, but I put it as the first pinned comment. So help us out, help yourself out, and get one of our sponsors today. You know, what I didn't mention in the beginning of this when I was doing the intro is um, tons of Fantastic Four stuff. There's tons of Fantastic so Four. so much announcements. Now, the Adam like Driver rumors. thing was something that we had talked about um, a while ago. Long time And ago. then it was kind of room. People were like, oh, no, he shouldn't play Reed. He should play Doctor Doom. And I said, that is such typecasty stuff. That's so typecast. He's played the villain already. Let's. It's like... Of course, the first thing you're going to think of him is Doom. Is like, no, 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 go, go. He's big, he's lanky, and and he's got and he's a great actor. So I think casting him as Reed is a great idea. I don't hate it. I just there were so many other options that I really was a fan of yeah. that, like I was like, I'm okay if he doesn't. But I I genuinely hope I at this point, if this is truly what's going down, I hope with all hope that we we get. Henry Cavill is Doom. That's what I, I, just put a, I, I just put a short out about it the other day. I man. need Henry Cavill to play Doctor Doom. Want to go back to our sport? Want to go back to our sports talk? Uh, let's do so, it. So, you, are you a baseball guy? Kind of uh, enough. Uh, you remember when Johnny Damon, big Red Sox guy, went over to the Yankees? Yes. 
That's what this would be. I, I mean, for me, it feels like when you you I mean, bigger because he actually remained good. I was gonna say this feels like when Demarco Murray left the Cowboys and went to the Eagles. You're just bad on the Eagles, so that's not a but, good but, example. But but, but. It, but yeah, but it's like it's like when you go over and you're like that person's gonna be that team for life, and then they go over and they play for their rival. You know, like that's that is what I and and, and when we say rival, by the way, to Henry Cavill and Marvel and DC, that's not the case. That's just the fans' point of view of it. Of but course. it's still it's still public perception on how that's gonna play. Henry Cavill not only showing up in Marvel, but showing up as the villain. When you go from Superman, the one of the greatest heroes of all time, to Doom, one of the greatest villains, villains of all time. Come on, I mean, come on, people. And people are like right away, same type of thing. Think outside the box. People were. I saw some people going, "Nah, it shouldn't be Henry Cavill. He's the good guy. He should just think outside the box." And also look at Mission Impossible and what he does there. The guy can do it, and it would be such him and him and Adam Driver going at it, him against anybody going at it, because it looks like right now. And, and plus, we don't know what's happening with Kang. Yeah, is he going to be recast? Is he going to be sidelined? Like, it, how's that? Gonna, and how do you how do you side? You got to change the name of the movie. You can't be right. Kang Dynasty anymore. Right? No, absolutely. I mean, that would be very interesting to see how they pivot and yeah. if they pivot. Like, because again, we got to wait till all that plays out. But I just think. The thing that sold me on him being Doom, it is one half Mission Impossible. Was that Fallout? Uh, yes, uh, I think so. Is that I think so. Okay, Fallout, the, the, whatever one he was in, right? right. So it's one, one part doing that thing. Where yeah, the yeah, the, 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 the yeah. cock and the yeah. guns. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. That, which every interview, the lady's like, "Okay, can you, can you, can you, can you cock the guns?" Real quick? Yeah. <sighs> okay, <Yeah. laughs> ah! right. um, it's one part that. It's one part. I don't know if you remember during the pandemic, he was doing live streams of like. Uh, hey, I'm going to rebuild my computer. Right. Uh, you know, I, I like to build computers on my own from time to time. I never saw so that. I do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, first of all, I was like, oh, snap. He's a nerd like me. Oh, like, he's a big I, nerd. But do you the, know who he was a massive fan of? Hmm. John Schnapp. Really? He, was, he used to watch Heroes all the time. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He used to talk. Schnapp was, was super happy about it. I'm uh, still bummed that I never got the chance to meet Schnapp, man. That's so crazy. Uh, he was the best. Ah, everybody, everybody's told me, and it's he one of the, the things best. that, like, every time I hear a story, I'm just like, my God, I would have got along with this guy so yeah. much. But yeah. I, I, I met Cavill doing an interview for him for Batman v Superman, and I could also tell that he had that nerd he's in super him. Nerd. And well, he wants to do. That's why he's doing Warhammer now, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the, like so it does. I don't know if they're doing you. You have to. So he's been to Marvel premieres recently. He's been to these things. So you have to premiere. Like, why wouldn't you take a meeting and see if there's something you could find? But I would love to see him show up as Doom. But that one hasn't. That that's us fan casting. But the other ones that are floating around here. Um. Now they're talking about like so. The one that was was big was Driver, and now they're talking about Sue Storm and saying Margot Robbie. Now, I'm with you on that face. Beef. I have a little beef with that. I, now let me see if we have the same. I don't mind it because I like Margot Robbie, obviously, but. But let me see if I know what your beef is and that she's too big of a star. It's not that. It is the same issue that we have with Michael B. Jordan. It's the uh, with uh, Hal Jordan. Okay. She. There's a point at which I'm like, God, you're 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 literally in everything, in everything and right. and that's and it's it's a testament to your. Well, that's acting. what I'm saying. She's too big of a star right now. So I guess you could call it a too big of a star. It's more of a I. I don't need. Another situation, like you know what I'm saying? She's already got There's a lot of other actresses it. out there besides Margot Robbie. 
Right. Yes. Right. And that's and that that's my only thing. There are other blonde actresses sure. that could play Sue Storm and that that would be a role that would make their career. She's she already made it between what? Wolf of Wall Street and Harley Quinn. She already made her career and she can do whatever she wants at this sure. point. And I, and I don't blame I mean, she I Tanya, man. That too. Yeah. I and I also don't blame her if she's like I want to play Sue Storm and they want to offer it to her. I'm not going to fault someone for securing the right. bag and what they want to right. do. I'm just I would hope that they would look to someone else. I like the Jodie Comer Casting. I think that's great. Casting. I mean, because it's because she's not like super well known to the general audiences. And is I think, that is that Gunn's wife? No, 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 no. no, no. Who? No, what, no. What, what's her name? Um, I always forget. But she's. I mean, she'll she'll be she'll she'll be in she'll a, be in the, she'll, she'll be in every her, DC. Her, movie. No, no, no. I know. Well, her character <laughs> didn't die, so she'll no, be around. Amanda, yeah, yeah, yeah. She no, she's part of Amanda Waller's crew. Um, but and I actually think she's a really really good actress, and mm-hmm. she because uh, she shows up in Guardians, obviously mm-hmm. too. But um, but anyway, um. I think putting someone in there less known and that can act could be beneficial. However, I do understand the side of it when it comes to Marvel where, like we just talked about with All-Stars, if you want to build All-Stars and you want to build out like, okay, so we're going to start doing stuff with Sue Storm. We're going to start doing stuff with 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 Reed and it's Adam Driver and Margot Robbie. You're selling I, tickets. I push back for one reason and one reason only. What has been, in your opinion, what has been the major success that's been that's been happening with Marvel casting throughout? Oh, sure. It's not. It's been. It, look, Downey was on his on was not a big star at the time. Chris Evans was not a big star at the time. No, absolutely. I'm just saying that because of the the, the drought that they've been in, where they're trying to get the stars, they might be doing again. Let's go sports references. What the 2003 Yankees did by going, oh wait, we, we're not building from the farm anymore. Let's go get Kevin Brown. Let's go get Roger Clemens. I got so, you. No, no, hundred percent. I, I, I see your I see your your Yankees yeah. reference, and I raise you with Lakers. Do you yeah. remember when Steve Nash, Kobe yes. Bryant, yes. Dwight? Howard, uh, uh, Gary Payton, yeah. Carmelo—they all went to the Lakers. That team was awful. Right, it was right. so bad. I get it. I understand. I'm just saying. I can. I you can see why they would start to do that because then to 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 do the flip side, if they cast with those two big stars, because your example is great. If they do that with the entire cast, but if then they use those two as the builders, and then they go to this guy, Paul Meskel. So Meskel got a lot of praise from After Sun recently and God's Creatures as well as the miniseries Normal People. Meskel is has been cast in Gladiator 2, but he now has a big report that he is going to be in, uh, in, in as Johnny Storm. Now, hmm. I didn't see After Sun. People hmm. love that movie. People rave it. about it. I think Coy saw it and said he, he just loved it, right? Mm-hmm. So, like... I don't. I'm not familiar with this guy. I'm not either. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? So it's like if he's great, and then you have those two plus him, and then whose thing? Here's my pushback. I would say, Doom being Doom, Reed being Reed. That's your two megastars. You don't the other three. So Sue, Johnny, and Thing, and Ben Grimm. They can all be people on the up and coming, or even Ben Grimm, right. just because he's supposed to be a little older himself. You can make him an older actor that's maybe on whatever said decline sure. as well, and let them be the veteran anchor there. And then your Sue and Johnny are like your two new up and comers, like this dude and and a, a, a lady that could play Sue. Yeah, you you already are putting Adam Driver, who is an A list celebrity and has already been in a mega franchise. And if we genuinely get what we want to get, Henry Cavill as Doom on the right. flip side, right? You're, you're star studying it. Do, I, you I know, I get it, but it's like I. Those two right now, the, the I think Adam Driver does get cast. I think he's going to be read. I don't know about Margot Robbie yet. That's just that's been heavy rumored. We don't know yet. I think this guy is getting cast as as Johnny. What about what about uh, 
I already forgot their character names because we've only had one season. What about the one that played the main character in House of the Dragon, the the, the Targaryen woman? Um, uh, uh, Olivia Darcy? I think so. For for Sue Storm? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I... I mean, again, I don't know. I don't know if I see Olivia Darcy as as Sue Storm in that particular casting, but I, I, the, I really like the Jodie Comer casting of it. I don't hate Jodie Comer. That's I think that's a good um, casting. I think too. that's a good casting too. But now here's my casting for as far as thing goes. Okay. Now what they've done in the past is put you know notable kind of TV actors like Chicklist. So the casting for the Josh Trank movie you had Toby Kebbell as Doctor Doom. You had um, um, Billy Elliot himself, Jamie Bell as as thing but so thing i think now the technology is so significantly different from when that movie came Mm -hmm. out in 2015 that you're going to probably have this cgi you know really avatar looking thing that's going to look probably the best that we've seen thus Mm -hmm. far Mm -hmm. i think you voice him with steve bloom who does Yes. All of the stuff. No, no, no. From- I know exactly who you're talking about. Steve Bloom is one of the greatest VO art. Uh, art he does all of the voices of in time. the Bad Batch. He does Zeb from, from Rebels. He is- here's, my only, here's my only beef with that. If you do that, I'm assuming we're getting an origin story of the Fantastic Four. I, don't, I thought they said they weren't doing an origin story. They're just going to be the Fantastic Four. I thought they said it. Okay. If maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. If they're doing that, if they're just going straight into it, sure. But like, imagine what actors like, yeah. I'll be Ben Grimm for five minutes, and then we're just gonna let Steve Blue be the voice going forward. I mean, if you're yeah, but if you're hired, to, that's what you're hired to do. That's what you're hired to do. You get somebody who's just gonna do that job. I, of course, yeah, I but, get it. But I just, I can you imagine like this is my time, and now you just you get five minutes. That's the that's the gig. Yeah, that's the gig. But um, either way, I th- and I as far as these other, I mean, those are the main those are the main roles. Um, and we're gonna find out. Soon, because if, normally when you start hearing this much about it, it means that they're heavily into it right mm-hmm. now, and they're starting to look into it. And the, and casting doesn't affect the the writer strike doesn't affect casting, so we no. still will see this and and start to get those announcements as they now whether or not it pushes back the movie at all. That's another. Question. I, I I there is no doubt in my mind that every single major movie is going to get pushed, and the ones that don't will probably not do well. Right. I thought this one got pushed in the first place anyway. Uh yeah, I think with the blade shuffling something. and and yeah. the Marvel in Not general, by a lot, by like a couple months or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like there was a little bit of floundering, and yeah. then when you announced Deadpool three, everything got pushed just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. All right, let's move on over now. We're going to talk about Boom Studios, everybody. Boom Studios, as you guys know, we've been sponsored by Boom for a little while now, and one of the main reasons that we did that is because they just are on a whole other level when it comes to what they're doing in in the comic book space the genre that they play in the stuff that we, we like berserker we talked about berserker and and what they've done there what they've done with teenage mutant ninja turtles and power rangers like they just have so many different things that they're working on their horror stuff well they have a brand new comic out this week let me tell you about it this saturday it's one of the biggest events of the year for comic book fans it is free comic book day everybody Woo-woo. koi right now is jumping Jumping around. Winston is too, but he's got a cast on. Um, <laughs> now, for those who haven't attended before, what happens on Free Comic Book Day is it's an annual event where the comic stores across the country are going to have a huge selection of comic books from every major publisher available, and it's absolutely free. Boom Studios is going to have two special issues available to anyone who drops by. Now, the first is Ranger Academy, which is an exclusive early first look at a brand new Power Ranger series. We just talked about this. Plot details for this one are being kept 
tightly under wraps, but we got an early look at some of the pages, and I have to tell you, it's really exciting for Rangers fans, and I can't wait to for Winston to talk about it because Winston was a mm-hmm. that, that, that was after my time Power Rangers, but because of the movie, because I hang out with so many people who loved it, and because of this comic that I just started getting into with, from Boom. It's starting to get me, guys. It's a brand new corner of the universe, and we've never seen it explored before, and it's the perfect start to a new, fresh, and exciting saga. Now, comic fans can also pick up the Mech Cadets free comic books day special, which contains a full reprint of the very first issue of Mech uh, Cadet You, along with exclusive cover art inspired by the upcoming TV show. Speaking of which, this week we got some very exciting updates on that show. So the upcoming Netflix animated series Mech Cadets has been confirmed for an August 10th release date. And here is the cast. Daniel Day Kim, Ming-Na Wen, Deborah Wilson, and Brandon Su Hu, who's been voicing Beast Boy in the recent DC animated films. I put the the deadline article about the series as well in the link to this description. So, Winston, all right, let's talk about this Power Rangers thing first. Yeah, dude. So I I really loved the the lore that they were building out. I love this idea of like an academy to train rangers, like yeah. especially because the one beef I've always had with Power Rangers as like a franchise, I will give you the first set of rangers because like half of them were martial artists. Kimberly was a gymnast, so you're like, right. okay, this right. makes sense that they could translate it into being superheroes. Billy was a nerd, so they had to teach him stuff, right? Then all of a sudden it's like, hey, this kid's a soccer player. This one likes to build computers and she plays right. guitar. They're Power Rangers now and they just know how to fight. How? How? Right. Where did this come from? Right. So the idea of having an academy to train them I think is brilliant. I, I think that that's a really fun, interesting story to get yeah, it into. It takes that X-Men side of it too, yeah. Absolutely. My my, I read this first book. I loved it. My only crit, uh, critique, cr- constructive criticism would just be from the fact of – I've always learned with ever storytelling, you always show, don't tell. Right. And so there's a lot of telling of like, yeah, we're training to be Rangers and the right, Power right, Rangers right. are a thing. I just wanted like, give me anything. Show me a power coin. Show me, show me a putty. Show me just one thing. We're going, oh, 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 right, versus right. it just seemed like an alien planet stuff. So you were, I, they're building suspense. I get that. And I, and I love what it's I'm a good, hearing. It's a good build. Absolutely. I just, I just needed one little tease. Right. And I, also, I think that's also a testament to the idea of how like locked in you are to it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mech Cadets also is, it's still, it's, there's a, um, there's something special about that, a special leading into the TV show. Mm-hmm. So Boom is, uh, Boom's, Boom's crushing it once again, and we're so excited to have them on the show, sponsoring the show. And you can check it out. Once again, the link to that article is there. But go, man, get the free comic book day. Do it and let the English see you do it. Have you still seen it? You still haven't seen that movie? Ooh, uh, no. Braveheart, man. Hi, well, okay, here's the problem. The Rocky films, yeah. Braveheart, uh, the Indiana Jones films. Well, I Indiana want- Jones, we got to watch. We got to watch in this channel. But before. you said that for Rocky too. I, well, for, Rocky, for the no, Rocky, 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 no, Rocky was going to be Steph. You were going to do Indy with me. Okay, so I could just watch Rocky then. I've literally been holding off on these films because you're like, I need you to watch. I still them want for you this. to just hold off on. Them. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I think uh, let me look if there's anything else that we should be checking out here on comic book movie. I don't think so. I think we're all good. I think that's everything. I'm just trying to do the math in my head of anything else that was coming out. I mean, as far as just books in general, there was this really cool part with Miles that he's developed a new power now. He actually has learned how to turn his bioelectricity into a lightsaber. I know you would love that. Like it was it was out of complete panic and he was just trying to defend uh, his his parents. And then all of a sudden 
he blocked somebody's laser sword with an electric sword of his own. I was like, bro. So I'm wondering if that it somehow ends up in the movie, the, the new movie coming out. Maybe. Who knows? Well, I think that's it. I think we covered a lot today. I mean, the Fantastic Four casting will probably be like our our main lead story that we're going to put in the thumbnail and all that stuff. But Oh, The Flash is ending. Four, four oh, part go ahead. Of, tell uh, me about it. I, uh, I, okay. Flash TV show, CW, been going strong. I think it's season like eight or nine. Probably something like that. And yeah. so this is kind of the end to the Arrowverse here because Supergirl already ended. Arrow ended a while ago. Uh, they canceled Legends of Tomorrow and Black Lightning also ended. So Did this- you watch Arrow, by the way? Yeah, I and loved I, it. I got to talk to you afterwards. And, yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, and so uh, you've you've been having a lot of cameos coming back. You did have uh, Stephen Amell playing Oliver Queen show back up uh, here at the tail end, and now it's a four part finale uh, for the series where Flash is still kind of lost. Uh, you know, he's he's gone right now. They're trying to find him and bring him back. Didn't so they I'm set curious. that up in season one? I feel yeah. I remember I that I watched a lot of season one where they were sitting like a jail and it said Flash is lost. And, well, and they and, brought that all the way back. Every huh? single cool. season, yeah. they're like, this is the wind when he actually gets lost. This is when he gets and lost. And, and, and so it. now well, he, he does get lost temporarily, but then he like immediately comes back. So I don't know if this is like the final, final, like yeah. this is what caused How has it to, been? Has it been pretty good? All I mean, does it have the ups and downs? Ups and downs. Yeah. And it's it's what you're going to do when you have a serialized TV show um, that is slightly episodic at the same time and you're putting up 24 episodes yeah. a season. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, you got to bring in the villains. It. It's the villain of the week. And so yeah, like- that drives me nuts. It, it was- It was- at its peak, it was great. Yeah, but it, it it is time for it to end. But I have loved what they've been doing this last season. All right, all right. Well, thank you guys for joining us here today on Capes and Cows. I really appreciate it as always. Uh, Winston, where can the good people find you? What up? Uh, you can find me at the Swaggy Blur. It's right below my face, right her um, on all the platforms. Man, I am finally figuring out how to film things from a wheelchair uh, and in crutches. So uh, I'm getting some content going again. Um, and then I've been streaming. So like, please come say what's up. Uh, you know, I've been talking about everything from the writer's strike to more as conversations here and everything else in between. So come say what's good. All right. And for myself, again, this Sunday, Flappers Comedy Club, Burbank, come out and check out myself and Greg Alba and John Campy will be there live. And you can also get the streaming tickets for that one. If you can't catch it live, it'll be the links in the description and then see myself, Winston and Coy, June 23rd in New York, the com, and June 24th in Stanford, Connecticut. Same, thechristianharloff.com. All right, thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you leave your comments. Do all that, and we'll see you on the flip side. Appreciate you. Bye-bye.